Good morning, beloved. This is Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food for a worship-filled Wednesday. God bless you. Have a smile on you. I'm grateful and thankful for you, you and you, and everyone that's with me this morning who will come on later. Um, we thank God for the time and for the purpose, for the intentionality to celebrate the God of our hope, our help, of our salvation. Let me get right to it. I don't want to hold you long, but we I've been talking about prayer and the power of prayer, and there should be an intentionality in prayer. When we consider that that was the main point of ministry, or perhaps not the main point, but the main tool that Christ used. And remember now, if we name the name of Jesus Christ, we name ourselves as Christians, even whatever denomination, but we are followers of the way, followers of the way of Jesus Christ. He pointed the way. He showed us how we should uh, relate to the God of our creation. All right. So here it is. You see uh, our text this morning, uh, Jeremiah 33, um, the New International Version says it this way. Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Father God, we thank you for another day. We pray now that you would open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our minds to hear what you have to say. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, beloved, that is how we should start any and everything. We need to allow God to come in and direct our thoughts, our words, our actions. Even if it's not a, a verbalization, Paul says that we should, that men should constantly pray, that we should pray without ceasing. You may wonder, how do I do that? But this should be a connection, our very essence, our spiritual life, our our divinity should connect with God at all times. I've shared to those who have been with me in the past, there has to be an alignment, an alignment, God, his word, his way to us. We have to be connected just like when you plug in your appliance, whatever it may be into the, the outlet that completes the connection from the electrical source to the, the appliance. It makes it happen. So we have to be plugged in to God. And the way we need to be plugged in is through the power of prayer. You know, we look at the miracles and the things that Christ did. But we need to see that it all was through prayer. Even when he healed, restored, whatever acts he always first called on the name of God. He, he called on the power of his father. And so, beloved, even if we're not asking, but in its essence, we are, we're always consulting God or we should be. And whatever it is that we need to do, whatever direction we want to go, because he knows and he desires that we would talk to him. Jeremiah now, that weeping prophet, tells us that we should call to God and he will answer us. James writes that that we ought to we ought to ask God for wisdom. Wisdom is different from knowledge and from understanding. Wisdom is how we apply the knowledge, how we apply the understanding. And that's what we need to know. When God gives us uh, knowledge, which is information, when he gives us understanding, which is his word, we need wisdom now how to operate 
that that knowledge and that understanding. And the way we gain that is through prayer. Once again, James says that we should ask God and he will give it liberally to us. Yes, beloved, we need to ask God for godly wisdom and godly wisdom will, will, will lead us into worldly wisdom. It will direct our paths, order our steps. And that's what we need. How many feel as I feel that when we sometimes just feel like we're floating, we're just going along and, and almost directionless. We need to talk to God. We need to have God directing our paths, order our steps at all times. Once again, Jesus now, who is God in the flesh, he demonstrates to us the need and the power of prayer. When we notice now that he made a, a constant uh, activity of going to God in prayer. Oftentimes, the Bible records that he would go off by himself and talk to God. Beloved, we, we know uh, the old folks talked about going into your secret closet. Well, the secret closet is you. Go inside and have a talk with God. Ask him to, to lead you, guide you, instruct you, and he will do it. Jesus prayed when he fed the 5,000. Jesus prayed when he healed the, the man with the withered hand. He prayed when he was feeling down. He prayed when he knew that he was headed for a rough spot. Jesus prayed when he was about to die. Yes, beloved, prayer. Prayer is the, is the, the, the way, the how. It is the mechanism. It is the very source of Jesus' ministry on earth. You see, my friends, he didn't only uh, show us how to pray, but also he taught us how to pray. Remember now, his disciples didn't come and ask him for, for healing power. They didn't come and ask him for, for the ability to perform miracles. They asked him to teach them how to pray. And let me just interject here that he gives them the model prayer. He gives them a format, a structure. And let me bless you. That 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 format is based upon the the, uh, the word acts. A-C-T-S. Your prayer should consist of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and lastly, supplication. We ought to come to God exalting him letting him know how we love him, adoration, confession. Confessing is not necessarily your, your actions, but confessing an agreement. Confession means agreement. We're agreeing with God, whether it's your condition, your circumstances, but we're agreeing with him even in his authority. So adoration, confession, then thanksgiving, because we should always come to God with an attitude of gratitude. Why? I, I hear you. Why? Because the least of it all, beloved, he woke you up this morning. He saved you from, from, a, from a, a, a burning hell. He's done for you even when you didn't have an understanding of what you needed. Like I said, he woke you up this morning. Do you know how powerful and important that is? That he woke you up this morning? Yes, I know it was alarm clock. It was your need to go to the bathroom. Whatever it was that you think woke you up. But it was God who allowed your eyes to open. It was God who, who affected whatever condition you are in. And if he allowed you to see another day, don't you know that that day, that 
person, that position is filled with something that only comes from God. It's called hope. Hope, a certain expectation based upon the word of God. The promises of God are filled with hope, hope that the world can't give you, hope that the world can't take from the body of Christ, hope because it's based on what God has said. And God said in his word, shall not come back void, but it shall accomplish that which he has sent it. So beloved, we need to pray and understand that prayer is not based upon a a formula uh, or, or, or should I say it's not based upon an outward show. It's based upon a way of living. It's our way of communicating through the spirit with God, who is a spirit. Yes, it's built upon our desire to know God and for God to know us and for us to talk to him and for us to hear from him. Much of our prayer life needs to be prayed in silence. It's not built upon the words that we say. A lot of times we get caught up in trying to pray a a nice sounding prayer, a churchy sounding, a religious sounding prayer when we need only to tell God what is in our inner hearts, in our spirits, then allow him to speak to us. And the Holy Spirit will watch this, will bring to our remembrance word that will accomplish that what we need. See, that's how prayer works. It's not magic. It's not uh, some some twilight zone ideology, but it's the power of God's word coming now through the Holy Spirit in acting and connecting with us, now causing us to verbalize, causing us to speak that situation uh, into reality. Yes, beloved, it's in our prayer. We made, you know, as I've said, matter of fact, on yesterday, we pray but we're only praying prayers. We have not taken that time to talk to God. It doesn't matter where you come from or what your situation or your circumstances. It doesn't matter what your experience is. I've heard people say, I can't pray. I don't know how. Well, beloved, you know how to talk. If you know how to talk, you know how to pray. Yes, beloved, it has to be the very essence of who you are because prayer is our communication. It is our hotline. It is a way that we have a conversation with God. Yes, prayer is that talk, is that conversation between you and God. It must be intimate and personal. Why else? You know, we go and we get on the telephone. We tell somebody all of our problems when they can't help and most likely will give us information, direction based upon their faulty understanding. You know, most of the time when we share our perspective, it's based upon our experience. And most of our experience has been faulty. Remember, we live in a broken world and our understanding is broken until we are enlightened with revelation from God. Now we can give information. What should our information, what should our communication be? The Bible says, God says that should be your your guiding light, should be your information touchstone. The Bible says, God says, yes, beloved, prayer, prayer, prayer changes things. Prayer should be a two-sided conversation. Jeremiah now, when now text says that we are urged to call upon God in order that he will tell us, watch this, great and unsearchable things. Yes, beloved, the world would have us to think that we know everything, that that we can go to the moon and we know. Well, beloved, God knows beyond the moon. He's made the moon. He knows your thoughts even before you think he knew you 
even from your mother's womb. Yes, and he desires to tell us things, things that we don't know how to operate in this earth realm, how to bring into manifestation that which he desires his kingdom come on earth. Yes, beloved, we have been given this great honor, this great privilege, and we walk away from it, looking to to the things of the world, gimmicks and, and, and schemes, when God is just saying simply, talk to me and I'll talk to you. I'll tell you things that you don't know, things that you need to know. So beloved, it's important that we know that we can go to God and ask anything. And the Bible declares that we asked it, believing by faith that we can have it. And that we ask anything according to his word, his will, and his way, that God will do it. Yes, beloved, we need to move to a higher plane, a greater intimacy with God. Look to what Christ is doing. Even now, after he has accomplished the great work of salvation, the Bible declares that he sat down at the right hand of God. But beloved, his sitting is, is not without purpose. His sitting is not without intentionality because the Bible goes on to say that he sat down and now he's making intercessory prayer. He's not praying for himself. He's not praying for his situation or his circumstance, but he's pleading with God for you, you, and for me. Yes, beloved, let's find ourselves in that place. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And realize that every prayer that we pray is a sweet-smelling aroma to the very essence of our eternal God. So, beloved, don't walk away from prayer. Don't, don't look at it as being not purposeful or powerful. Begin to build up your strength in the Word of God and the power of prayer. And know that prayer must be the preeminence of your life. God bless you once again. Have a smile on you. And know what? that I love you, but God loves you best. Until next time, have a great day and remember to pray.